0: boy oh boy do I got some shit to tell y'all when it comes to mistake with women where do I fucking begin (laughs) oh my god there's so much to say on this I want the guys to take a second and humble themselves my mentor taught me a great quote and that quote is humble yourself because when you are not humble life will thrust humility upon you I actually say this quite often I see it happen in my own life, even in just little ways, because now I'm at a different level. I still make stupid ass fucking mistakes, but um, even some, some mistakes I know better, you know, even, even some of those, you know, I'm not, I'm not uh, immune to stupidity at times either. I'm, I'm a human. I make mistakes, y'all. And um, you just want to be able to learn from them. You know, I, I have humility thrust upon me sometimes as well. And they're, they're little fucking things. I remember one time uh, we were going down in a restraint and I remember I got frustrated. It wasn't that I tried to hurt anybody. It wasn't that I was doing something that I shouldn't have been doing. But we went down in, in a restraint and I was upset. Instead of following protocol, I did it my way and I hit my knee on the floor. And immediately I knew that I had fucked up. And I was like, OK, all right, I hear you. Chill out. And I just monitor myself more. This is at the very beginning of this process. It's about almost four months ago now, and I just remember having to take this dude to the ground. And uh, I, you know, I didn't again. I didn't do anything I shouldn't be doing. But you may have used a little bit too much strength. I may have been just too quick to dominate, and the universe said, "Oh, slow down," because it didn't have to be that way. So I was humble multiple times, doing things I know I shouldn't be doing with women and that doesn't mean i was being deceptive it doesn't mean that i was you know i'm, I'm a cheater or anything like that i have a fa- I have a famous well now famous podcast of me talking about i don't even want to use the word infidelity but not being faithful to my ex towards the end i even explained why i found uh, found it necessary um it's plenty of times where certain things have to happen one thing i want everybody to realize is that nothing is across the board the things that we believe in the principle principles that we believe in it's very few that are across the board because certain situations call for different actions am i trying to justify me being unfaithful no i'm not and i've said it multiple times on other podcasts i've said it multiple times just in general how i don't agree with cheating i don't think it's the way to go i don't think it's the thing to do why i don't think it's the thing to do because as your friend If I tell you I'm going to be there for you, if I tell you I'm going to have your back, if I tell you I love you, how could you believe that when the person I'm closest to in the world, the person I lay down with and share my body with, I'm going to do her wrong. I don't believe in it. And I'll just briefly go over why I decided to cheat on my ex. It was because she would weaponize her body against me. Uh, Sure, there were certain things I probably did to turn her off, like having poor spending habits or just being short with her or kind of just really being mentally out of the relationship because I knew it was going to end. I was miserable with her uh i wasn't in love with her like i you know was before i just wasn't there towards the end i just that last not even a year it wasn't even a year but because i met her like in august and we went from august to like march so maybe actually late july to like march so it was kind of it was a, it was a good seven months seven plus or however long but at the at that last little stretch i was out i just you know I loved her I cared about her But just as far as being in a relationship And the person that she was and the person that she showed me And even later showed me I wasn't attracted to anymore And you know when you're not having sex And you're begging for it practically you're, you're, A guy is gonna Of course we should be stronger And at this point now I'm stronger Especially because I don't give a fuck And I'll, we'll talk about that in a minute um, So I'm not gonna suffer In, in, in an unneeded manner but at the time, I just I didn't have the game I have now. I was at a different place in my life. And I, I just, I gave in. You know, I gave in and I went after this one girl I was very happy with. And it turned out bad. Just like all other things where we think we're doing the right thing by doing the wrong thing, it turned out bad. Life was thrust upon me. So one thing I wish I would have done is not put up with bullshit. I wish that I didn't make the mistake to, to deal with shit. There were signs in the beginning of my other relationship. I am happy as fuck I have my beautiful daughter she means the fucking world to me and i don't know if i would be in the place i'm in now or further or in a worse spot if i if we didn't have her but i'm happy she's here she's the light of my life she's my everything and but i you know her mom showed me signs in the beginning she put her hands on me five months in she was acting a fool she was she you know she was treating me bad and that's that was the beginning of the end five uh, five months in years ago and i just went through hell staying trying to think okay what was me or, you know, and I have flaws too. I have flaws. I was quitting jobs here and there. I, I just wasn't happy. I was trying to figure my shit out. And then, you know, I lived, I moved in with her. She gave me an ultimatum. And I wish I would have been strong enough to take the L. I would have been like, man, you know, fuck that. I, I don't even have to pay bills at this house. I can get, get my money right. I can do this, do that. I had some sense about me. I feel personally that had I not moved in with her or had I not pursued a relationship with her, I would have got it together maybe sooner because I was focused on school. I was focused on things that were important to me. I just still was partying and acting a fool. But just being the person I am, I did have somewhat of a decent foundation of where I would have drew some sort of knowledge from. Because when I was married, still with my ex, I was obsessed with learning and things like that and progressing. And I found out that I was smart and going to college and shit like that. So I know I would have eventually found my way out the route and where I would be at, who knows, who knows what other situations have would have happened. But this is what did happen, is I ended up in a relationship with her and I put up with shit. Guys, you gotta be willing to take the L in the hood and L is a loss. You gotta be willing to be alone. Luckily for me, eventually I used that to my benefit. I've always kind of, in a way, been a loner. That guy with the leather jacket on in the back of the high school cafeteria. <laughs> You know, just, you know, the bad boy kind of weirdo. That That's always been me. And I just started using that to my benefit because I know I'm going to be okay. I know I can take care of myself. The sex can come, you know what I mean? You can you can walk on campus and find somebody to have a one night stand with. So as far as getting laid and all that or just taking care of natural desires, that wasn't a problem, but commitment and connection. I remember when I left my ex, not my ex that I, that I left before, but the one I was married to. I felt like I was cursed. I felt like I couldn't make a connection with anybody. And it was really just because I was focusing on my own bullshit. I wasn't trying to be better. I wasn't trying to become more educated. I just got drunk. I wasn't in the gym like I should be. I was for a minute. But then, you know, just like all things, it's like a roller coaster ups and downs where I would take a day off, a week off, where I wasn't really focused on my diet, where I ate too much, where I got drunk too much. I I wish I would have had more self-esteem. That's why my process is so important because it killed my my insecurities. It killed my self-esteem in a good way. I mean, my, my lack of self-esteem, I'm sorry. It killed the, the bad outlook I had on myself. And I do this every day. You see me in the gym every day. You see me positive every day. You see me af- impacting other people's lives, coaching other people, doing this, doing that, in addition to my own job and school and everything else. So... You know, me having a positive effect on people's lives is my main goal now. And before it was just running away from pain. Now I ran to the pain. I ran into the pain zone. I ran to a place where I didn't want to be ever in my life. And that is where I found all my answers. And that is where I found my way out. By connecting with other people who are going through it and showing them, hey, we can both get through this. I went through it too. Let me show you what worked for me. And oh, you're not like me. You're not as intense as me. Cool. That means it won't be as hard because I was a hard-headed fuck. I was hard-headed. I didn't want to be alone. And I just thought that I knew better than everybody else. Nobody really tried to mentor me, but I, I did have a couple mentors that were teaching me about game, but it was about the way I feel too much. Now, should you go off your emotions, your emotions or your magic and all that? Yeah, I talk all that. But context, people, when we're talking about relationships as men, we don't lead with our emotions we lead with logic we do because the first thing we say is, this bitch is driven like what the fuck that's the first thing we say is this bitch is driven what is going on and and then later she comes with logic she leads with her emotions then she comes to logic our emotions are there and our emotions are just as intense but at the same time we value our logic more if you both are emotional we cannot function that way. How, what are we going to get if we both in there crying and screaming at each other? When a man is emotional, he's in his feminine state. Now, yes, that is your power. Yes, that is your magic. But we use that to create our realities. Your woman's going to be happy because you're taking care of yourself. Our woman's happiness is inside of our self-care. If we put ourselves first, we can't feel good if we go out and have a steak dinner and our wife just has a salad, or our girl just has a salad, because I can only afford the steak dinner and I'm gonna feed me and I take care of you. No, we take care of our women, we take care of our children. That's what makes us feel like a man. I am a provider first. I, that's how I've always been. My my uh my ex-wife that I married because I just was in love with her, I. I took care of everything. I wanted her just to go find out what she wanted to do. Go to school, do this, sing, dance, do martial arts. I'll pay for it. We'll figure it out. Let me just take care of you. And I took care of her for two and a half years. Two and a half years. That was before... That two and a half years is the entirety of the scope we've been together. We weren't married that long, but... I took care of her because that made me feel good. I went to work and I hated my job, but I knew I was paying the bills. I knew I took care of her. That was my very first apartment. I was taking care of my daughter. And man, you know, that just made me feel whole. That made me feel like a man. What makes you feel like a man, real men, real things that make us feel like real men are is providing. That's one of the things that we do. So you gotta realize that the woman, if you're trying to put her above your needs you're going to fail you're going to fail i've noticed now having more women go after me and me being busy is more attractive i don't i don't Oh, they want to hang out with me oh my god they want to hang out with me i have their attention no because success comes with all that value comes with success and they say okay well he works hard and his look at his body you know that shows discipline that means he will dedicate himself to me because he's dedicated himself to a workout program he's dedicated himself to a strict meal diet he can dedicate himself to not cheating on me, to being good to me. Women see all of that. They need that stability. They need that. They need it. So when you're out here chasing these fucking girls, even a good friend of mine was talking about you know, things he went through for years with a girl, years. When she loses respect for us or looks at us as somebody they value and then say, uh, and then gets a habit of thinking they can come in and out of our lives now, fuck that. Especially if we have a close, connected relationship. I'm not fucking doing that. I'm not that guy. You could just do that, too. Because the, when there's options, you just don't care about that. That's what I was talking about. Not giving a fuck. It's not that I don't care at all. I care. It's not. I don't care overall, because honestly, yes, there are good women here. There are good women that are trying to make themselves available to me. But I'm busy. First off, my daughter comes first. My daughter comes first. And I'm not in a committed relationship, so my, uh, you know, a woman's happiness or whatever the fuck, you know, there's some that I'm closer to, and their happiness does matter. their Their opinion matters to me, but there's some that I'm just like, uh, you know, I I don't have time for you. And they're happy just me not having time for them. Oh, Oh, I'll wait, I'll wait, I'll do this. And they they chase my validation, they chase me, and I'm not even trying to do anything. I'm not even trying to act like I'm busy. I'm actually busy as fuck, and. There's one that's trying to hang out with me this afternoon, and I'm just like, yeah, I would rather do my homework than see you. It's not that I don't care at all, but they're going to be there. The women, even if all of them left today, even if, if every girl that I thought was pretty in Illinois did not think I was cute, didn't like me, did none of that. I don't fucking care because i i can go to indiana i can go to ohio i can drive to new york i can fly to california and there's gonna be at least one or two or three there's gonna be girls that think i'm attractive there's gonna be girls that think i'm interesting they're not going anywhere yes it's not the girl you met at school yes it's not the girl you met at your job yes it's not the girl you saw walking down the street but damn man you're gonna be all right there are girls everywhere and when i accepted this the world just opens up to you because you're not you're not constraining yourself to one city you're not constraining yourself to this one person who who's treating you like shit she, she's not even acting like she likes you and you're over here sulking over that fuck out of here so i'm me it's not that i don't care at all i don't care overall i wish i would have had this earlier and i wouldn't have failed in certain relationships i don't think me and my ex would have broke well we would have eventually because she's not a good person but You know, there's a lot of girls that I had ran into and had meaningful relationships with that had I not been so fucking intense or this or that, if I would have just knew better and applied myself, things would have been different. And I'm not saying that so that I can have a pity party or be like, oh, Jonathan. But at the same time, I'm just talking about the facts that when I made mistakes, I learned from them. Now, I don't even I don't mind taking an L. I don't mind doing something the wrong way. I don't mind being a little bit too indifferent. I don't mind not being indifferent enough. In the last pursuit I had, I put myself out there fully, but I did so consciously. I didn't let myself fall victim to my emotions. I did what I thought was right, and even though it didn't work out for me, I was happy I did that on both ends because I did it from both ends and I wanted to do things this way. It wasn't not being able to surrender to my or not being able to not surrender to my emotions. And even me talking like this, I'm not I I use current slang and lingo and shit like that but i'm not trying to be cool or be like oh i have a ton of girls and this and that it's like no man you every, all girls have options too no matter what the fuck they say there are guys in their inbox some of you all are just there for their attention they're they when you realize female nature they're not innocent we're grown up we're, we're, we all are raised thinking that guys are dogs and, and their moms lie to you and they're bitches for that because they put us in a situation where we think that women are just these, you know, dainty things that need to be revered. And when you realize how women are, you're like, these bitches is evil. So, yes, you. so you shouldn't have some options. You're talking to one girl you get to know. Yeah, I get to know multiple people. Yes, yes. And if you don't like it, I don't I don't really care because I know that somewhere somebody's going to be OK with that. I can find what I want, the value I want in that woman. And that's cool because I'll take care of myself anyway, even if none of them like me. And I'm not saying that out of arrogance because arrogance comes from a place of insecurity. I say that from a place of security, from a place of confidence, because honestly, I'm so busy, these girls are a luxury. Getting them not liking me would actually work in my favor because I can get more done then. So you gotta see it from a a broad scope. Put your feelings in the fucking backseat and let's do some fucking work.